1: Hey, it's Monique. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome. If this is your first time listening, this is the Brown Vegan Podcast episode 133. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to sprinkle in overall wellness topics and vegan entrepreneurship because of course, this is so much more than food. It truly is a lifestyle. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownvegan.com. Also come hang out with me on Instagram. i at brownvegan.com over there. Let me know what you think of this episode. So yes, this week's episode is actually a solo one. I want to share some tips on how to start a practical vegan lifestyle. And I just truly believe in making this, you know, work for you. And the way you do that is, in my opinion, progression over perfection. And so I just want to share some of the most practical tips in order to make that happen. So, if you are a new listener, or maybe you just don't know a lot about my vegan story, I just want to share a little bit about that before I get into the tips. I want you guys to see that if I can do it, anybody can do it. Because I never ever thought I would be a vegan. So, yeah, I just want to share some of I guess tidbits about my story so that you can understand where I came from and see yourself hopefully in this and see that you can also do it as well. So when I first started this journey back in 2010, I wanted everybody to be vegan, right? I was like, everybody need to be vegan we all need to do this you know this lifestyle isn't as hard as you would think it is everybody needs to do it but over the years i've noticed that for me it's really about the way i see my role in this is helping people you know, plant the seed of this lifestyle being something that they can do or just helping people change some of their mindset about being vegan and also showing the ease of this lifestyle. That's what it is for me. And so over the years, like I said, I've changed that. I don't feel like I need to knock everybody over the head to make them be vegan in so many ways. It's just like, what can I do in the most compassionate way to help everyday people just eat more plants and see that this is a lifestyle that they can embrace? Because we know that most Americans do not eat enough plants overall. We know that. The closest to a plant, that a lot of people get is a French fry, And I know we can do better than that. So it's my goal to just really help people see that this is a lifestyle that they can work towards if that's something that you want to do. So that's how I look at it for myself. So as far as my story, I actually grew up in Virginia Beach. I grew up near PETA's headquarters. If you guys aren't familiar, PETA is, I think it stands for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. I think that's what it stands for. Don't quote me on it. But I grew up near their headquarters and I thought that vegans were, batshit crazy like that was the only way that I can describe vegans because every time there was any type of interaction with vegans I always felt like it was very aggressive I'm living there I would see I would see them throw paint on the Ronald McDonald house I would see them protesting on the news it was always something it never came from a place in my opinion of love and compassion and I didn't want anything to do with that I was like "Uh uh-uh vegans are crazy whatever my other experience with veganism is when I was in high school, I joined some vegan organization because I needed to put something on my application for college, some clubs or whatever. So I joined this vegan organization and the people were pretty cool in it. Even though I didn't want to be vegan, I just, like I said, I just joined it because I needed something to put on my applications. And I and I thought it was just like the easiest club. I could just sit there and listen to everybody else talk. But Maybe there was, of course, at that time, something in me that made me decide to choose that club. And so I was a part of it for about a semester or two. And it was pretty cool. The people there, I kind of felt like they were a little weird. Like I didn't feel like I met anybody that was just regular. And (laughs) I don't even even know what that means. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was like, I didn't really think I had any friends or anything in there. I want to hang out with anybody outside of the meetings, but they were cool. They were nicer than the PETA people. That's for sure. So, went through my life and didn't even really think anything of veganism at all until I read a book back in 2008. I mean, this is like OG vegan, skinny bitch. You guys may be familiar with that. I read that way back and I honestly thought it was a diet book. I didn't think that it was about veganism. (laughs) Skinny bitch. I was like, okay, cool. I need to lose a couple of pounds. Let me see what they're talking about. And I was like horrified. I was like, oh, I was horrified. I, I had no idea that it was about veganism and animal cruelty and just. It just truly opened my eyes and it was very in your face. The language was very vulgar. And I decided at that time, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a vegan because I don't want to contribute to animal exploitation. I don't want to harm my body. I know I don't eat dairy or meat. Let me see what I can do to make this a reality for myself. Let me go ahead and just be a vegan. (laughs) I'm laughing because my... at the time is that vegans didn't really eat anything. So for that week that I was a vegan, it was maybe it was about two weeks. I ate sunflower seeds and drank water because I was so horrified. I had no idea what to eat. I survived off of that. And I probably did. Look, I was a skinny bitch after that. <laughs> so I didn't eat anything. And so at that time, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just go ahead and be a vegetarian instead because at least I can still have pizza. You know, I can still have cheese pizza. I can still have ranch dressing and salad and stuff like that. I can still do some of the things that I ate before. I just won't eat any meat. So let me just be a vegetarian. That's good enough. You know, I don't have to be a vegan. And so that's what I did. I was a vegetarian for about two years, almost two years. And I had no desire to be a vegan because like in my mind, I had tried that before, been there, done that. It wasn't for me. It was too restrictive, even though I didn't even eat. I don't even know why I was it was restrictive, like in retrospect. But at the time, I was just like, it's, it's too restrictive. This is not going to work for me. I'm not going to be a vegan. I'll just be a vegetarian. It wasn't until I read Sister Vegan in 2010 that I actually decided to be a vegan. It was the first time that I saw veganism and it resonated in a way that was to me, it spoke directly to me as a black woman. Up until that point, I had never seen anybody black as a vegan or knew anyone that was black that was a vegan. So, if you're not familiar, Sister Vegan is a book that is a collection of stories from Black vegans sharing their experiences from all walks of life. And I resonated with a lot of the stories that I read in there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and be a vegan. I still remember the day that I decided to be a vegan. I just said, you know what? I want to go ahead and just, I want to at least try it again and put real effort into it this time, do some research, find recipes, figure out what it is that I can eat so that I can make this work for myself. And so that's what I did. I started that process and. Here we are. You know, over the last 11 years, it has not been, you know, this perfect journey for me. I have not been like this perfect vegan, and I never strive for that. For me, it's about making the best decisions I can every single day. And I feel like that is the best way to stay on this journey long term is just figuring out what works best for you and making it happen that way. So, that is a bit of my story. And like I said, I never thought I would be a vegan. I feel like I'm just an everyday chick, <laughs> everyday mom, everyday woman. And I feel like if I can do it, anybody can because I really didn't think that this was a lifestyle for me. And so I just wanna share some of the most simple tips, the most practical tips that I can give you to go ahead and start your journey and just let you know that you know that this is something that you can do and how you should strive to do your best every single day. The first tip I wanna give you to make that happen is to determine why you wanna do it and actually make that decision and and I will always make this my first tip <laughs> anytime anybody wants to know, like, how to get started. I always will say that because it's so easy to get, you know, hop up on trends because you see somebody else lost weight and you're like, oh, I wanna lose weight. I wanna look good. I wanna be vegan. And that's cool. I think that's a, a good start. But I also think that you should drive. You should go deeper than that for those times when you're second guessing it, when you go to the cookout and there's nothing to eat, when you travel and you wanna eat some of those local foods and you feel like, I don't know if I should be doing this. It's so important for you to get really clear about why you're doing it. And not only getting clear, but I think you should also write it down. You should write down why you want to do this. I also recommend visualizing what this will look like for your life once you do that. Taking those extra steps, even if it's like 30 minutes, is just so crucial in my opinion of making this something that is a lasting change for you and not just something that you're doing for 30 days. Also, another part of that is making the decision to do it. I think that is so key. You have to make that decision because it's so powerful. What it does is it forces you to start to look at your life in a different way. And you'll start looking at ingredients. You'll start reading labels. You'll start experimenting in a kitchen. It like opens up your whole world when you make that decision that this is something that you wanna do. So that's the first tip that I have for anybody who wants to start their journey is just to make those steps. You cannot skip that part. The next tip that I wanna give you is to consider doing a detox now, it doesn't have to be a detox where you're just drinking water for 30 days or something like that, because I don't, I wouldn't do that. So I'm not going to tell you to do that. I think that detoxing is, is helpful because it allows you to reset your palate and then you're more likely to eat more fresh fruits and vegetables and just f- whole ingredients overall when you do a detox. I would highly recommend doing Dr. Bobby Price's detox. I did it last month. I did 14 days last month. I'm going to do another 14 days probably next month or the end of this month because it's my birthday month. <laughs> shout out to all the Libras. But anytime I do a detox, I notice that I'm eating a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables even after the detox is over. The reason why I like Dr. Price's detox is because you can actually eat. You're eating mostly raw. You can eat, of course, stews and things like that. You can do that. But overall, you're eating a lot of raw fruits and vegetables, which is really good. And you're drinking 64 ounces of Herbal tea, which is disgusting, but you can get through it, <laughs> and it just really does—it does a great way for you. It just makes you feel really good at the end. The first time I did this detox, I hated it, but this time around when I did it, it was a better experience. Um, I think also what helped is the fact that I did it with my parents and my sister. It gave me some accountability. I had some support, so that made a big difference. So I would highly recommend doing a detox. You don't have to do 14 days. Even if you just decide to do one on a, like a Friday through a Sunday, just as a way to kind of reset your palate and and to just embrace eating more whole ingredients overall. The next tip I have for you is to do some research. Now, I want to say this too, though. When you do some research, don't go too overboard and end up down a rabbit hole. And then you feel like at the end of your research, damn, there's nothing left to eat because everything is toxic and everything is bad. (laughs) Been there, done that. I do not want you to do that. When I say do some research, you can tell from my experience that reading books really helped me get here, you know? So I would highly recommend reading some books, watching some documentaries and things like that. But don't feel like you have to spend all day on YouTube going down a rabbit hole because it happens. It's so easy to do when you feel like everything you're doing isn't right. And I don't want you to be discouraged. I don't want you to feel like this isn't something that you can do long term. So I feel like learning the basics will really help you. You know what I'm saying? As far as getting clear about your why, maybe making that decision, experimenting with some recipes that you find in cookbooks. There's so many different ways to do this. Don't feel like you have to box yourself in and do it the way that someone else is doing, and especially as you're learning. Give yourself permission to carve out your vegan journey the way you want to do it. You know, if you are somebody who wants to eat raw food right now, that's fine. But don't feel like you have to limit yourself to that. And you're not vegan enough if you don't do things a certain way. It's all about learning and figuring out what works best for you. The fourth tip I want to give you is to get familiar with how to replace ingredients. This was really, really helpful for me. It was hard for me for a while to figure out how to put a meal together because I used to, especially when I had like my kids were younger and I was trying to do dinner and things like that, I could not figure out how to put a meal together. So I actually just made a lot of vegan meals based on similar models to how I grew up eating. So that was the meat was a main dish. And then I would have a starch in a vegetable. That's typically how dinner looks. So I would change that instead of having chicken as the main dish, we would have garden vegan chicken strips or tofu. Instead of dairy, macaroni, and cheese, I would make a vegan version of macaroni and cheese. And then I would have a couple of vegetables on there. So I would recommend just getting familiar with how to put meals together that works for you in replacing ingredients. Some people I know when they decide to go vegan, they go through their refrigerator and cabinets and just throw everything that's not vegan away or they give it away. If you don't wanna do that, you can actually just work on replacing things as you run out. So for instance, if you are someone who is drinking dairy milk right now, you can go ahead and start replacing it with cashew milk or cocoa coconut milk or oat milk. There are so many different options out there. So I would highly recommend thinking of ways to replace all of the things that you like to eat and find a vegan version of it. And I also wanna add that if you make something and you try a vegan version of something and you don't like it, don't give up. Because it's so easy to do that, especially when you're spending all your money. You're like, oh, hell no, I'm not wasting my money. This is not good. This isn't work for me. There's so many options these days that you have. It takes a little bit of time to find the brand that works for you. And someone was telling me the other day that a lot of the grocery stores, if you try something and you don't like it, if you have your receipt and you go back to the store, they will give you your money back. So don't feel like you can't experiment with anything because you're afraid that you're gonna waste money, the only way you're gonna figure out what works best for you and how you like to eat and your taste buds is by being open to experimenting. So get familiar with how to replace ingredients and also be open to experiment with different replacements for some of the options that are out there. Some things are, to me, are really, really easy to replace. For instance, if you're someone, of course, that's using butter, you can replace it with vegan margarine. There's like five different ones I can think of off the top of my head that are pretty accessible. You can find them in a lot of the grocery stores and you won't notice the difference. Same for the milk. I used that as an example earlier. Dairy milk is so easy to replace. I would highly recommend just getting familiar with some of the replacements that are out there and start working on replacing that. The fifth tip I have is to let your mornings set the tone for your day. And so what I mean is start your day off with a vegan breakfast, even if you haven't made the decision, even though I highly recommend you make the decision to go vegan, even if you haven't done that, you don't feel like you're there yet, you can always just start to replace some of your meals now. So, for instance, if you are someone who enjoys pancakes for breakfast, like me, <laughs> you can make vegan pancakes. I actually have a recipe on my Instagram. I'll link it for the on the blog post for you if you want to check that out. You can set the tone with your breakfast: vegan pancakes. You can have smoothies. You can have oatmeal. You can have avocado toast. There's so many different ways that you can veganize some of your favorite dishes. Even eggs. I know a lot of people love to have scrambled eggs for breakfast. Just egg is an excellent replacement. You can have that with toast. You can have it with some vegan sausage. I haven't seen any, I haven't tasted vegan bacon that I would recommend, but there are some great vegan sausage out there, breakfast sausage out there that will take care of any, any of your needs for that. So if you're someone who likes breakfast sausage, don't feel like you're losing out. Even if you just have a vegan breakfast and then you don't have a vegan dinner, that is an excellent start. And to be honest with you, I feel like when you start your morning off with a vegan breakfast, you're more likely to have a vegan lunch and dinner too. So like I said, let breakfast set the tone for the rest of your day. The next tip I have for you is to find a community of like-minded people. Oh my goodness, it's so helpful to have some accountability. I know for most of us in our real lives, we don't know anybody else who is vegan. So using the internet is a great way to find that community. I know a lot of times people are on Facebook groups. I have not been on vegan Facebook groups in years because... I just remember it being so judgmental and people being a hot ass mess. And so I never wanted to be a part of that. But I'm sure these days they're a lot better. You can find some good ones out there. I'm sorry, I don't have any recommended recommendations for you right now, but I'm sure that there are some good ones out there. Just finding a like-minded community is so important. And it's actually one of the reasons why I started Brown Vegan Inner Circle, which is my monthly membership, because I wanna give people the accountability in a non-judgmental environment. You know, I wanna make it so that people can make this transition and not only make the transition, but do it in a way that is practical. I would also recommend meetup.com. Years ago, I used to be a part of one in Northern Virginia. And so basically what you do is you go to the website, put your zip code in there and tell them what you're looking for. So a lot of times they have vegan and vegetarian groups that you can be a part of. And all we used to do is go to vegan restaurants or go to vegan friendly restaurants and have dinner or lunch and talk. But it was helpful. It was so helpful in those early days to have that sense of community. Even if you can't find meetup groups in your area, you may be able to find some vegan friends on Instagram or Facebook because I know I did like a lot of the people that I knew, especially back in the early days were people that I met online and we would just connect in person. So having that accountability and having that community really does go a long way because sometimes it can feel pretty lonely, especially when you don't know any vegans or vegetarians in real life. And the final tip that I want to give you is to just start, you know, this journey is going to be messy. You'll have times when you're eating super healthy and you're feeling really good. And other times when you're just eating processed vegan food and you're like, what the hell am I doing? It is not perfect. It's what you make it, but it's also not perfect, especially when you start to get busy. It's just super important to figure out a routine that works for you. Finding the vegan options near you, all of that will make a huge difference. I feel like I can go on and on and on about different tips on how to get started. But I hope that these very basic tips, these practical tips will help you start your vegan journey. Don't overthink it. Just work on doing the best you can every day. Get clear on that why and just make this happen. It is a process. It's progression over perfection. Always just make it do what it do for you. Okay. So yes, that is pretty much all of the tips that I want to give today. Just want to get in the habit of doing more solo episodes for you guys. I hope this was helpful. As always, be sure to get all of the show notes at brownvegan.com. And also if you're looking for new recipes, meal plans, accountability, community, and you want to start a vegan journey and to continue your vegan journey, definitely consider joining my membership, which is at brownveganinnercircle.com. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will talk see you guys next week with a new episode. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. All of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com. So check those out. Also, let me know what you thought of this episode. Come hang out with me on Instagram. My handle over there is at brownvegan. Have a great day and I will talk to you next
0: week.